What's up, world? We are excited to announce our summer community drive. We are giving back pencils, paper, binders, folders, and sanitizers for teachers in our community. If you want to help us out, subscribe to our Patreon. All the money raised on our Patreon goes to our community drives, and you get a bonus positive news episode every week. We appreciate all of you for listening to us. Now let's go to the positive news. What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Michelle, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, tell the people how they can help us out. They can like, share, subscribe, rate and review. Helps us out so much. Five-star rating with a comment. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Facebook page where you can see all these positive news stories and more. We have two inspirational stories for today. Michelle, what do you have? My first story is about this 14-year-old boy. His name is Freddie. He's from the UK, and he is an award-winning inventor. And whenever I was um, watching this story, I was actually low-key astounded just like looking at him and just seeing the way he talks, and he's a genius. So he invented two assistive devices for his great aunt Pat. She has dementia, and she lives alone. So his first invention is called the door pie. So basically what it is, it's a facial recognition device for a security system. So he had noticed that people would go up to his aunt's house and knock on the door and she would, you know, like those salespeople that will like um, tell you, oh, you need to buy this basically. They would do that and she would pay them. And he had noticed that he didn't want that to happen to her anymore. So he installed that facial recognition device and it, will only allow people that it can recognize into the house. It's super awesome. There's he even like added in like a two-factor authentication device to it. So not only is it scanning your face, but it's also you have to be able to like get into it. It's yeah, that's the first one. He's 14. He's 14. That's the first one. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Time out. I know. So did he, hmm, is he marketing this? No, he actually, um, towards the end of the video, he had mentioned talking with someone else that he wants to put it out into the market and somehow be able to market it for himself. Um, him, his, this device, and then the other device that he has. The second device he made is called the fallout sensor. So what it is, it's a sensor that you wear kind of like, um, What's that thing? Like the alert when you fall? fall life alert? Yes, life alert. Those. So basically the sensor senses when you fall. However, there's a robot that he had made that connects with that sensor. And that robot will go and track whoever had fallen right to the location that they had fallen. It'll take a picture of them and send it to the relatives and also alert their life alert that they had fallen as well. Um, he made that because he had noticed his aunt wasn't pressing her life alert button whenever she would fall and they would have to go and like look for her whenever she did so it's pretty awesome he actually had been into coding since he was like in the fourth grade so it's pretty still astounding uh, like as a fourth grader getting into coding um, and then as a 14 year old having two award-winning like inventions mind blown that just shows you how much easier it is to learn a new language when you're yes. younger and how important 
every kid should start learning how to code, especially with all this technology around us Definitely. at a younger age. Like I've never used cursive. Oh in me my either. Life. I don't. I can't write it. They never made me. <laughs> like I, I can barely do my name in cursive. <laughs> uh. So if I, the, we took that time and learned how to code, it'd be an, an awesome. Whenever I was in school, we didn't have enough computers for this. Mm -hmm. But now with like these tablets and everything, really awesome. And just shows goes to show you when you see a problem, if you don't accept it, you try to do something about it, you might change the world. That is true. And also shows you. Let your kids get into technology. It's not that bad. Let them be creative. Exactly. Artistic, paint spread their wings. <laughs> Speaking of spreading our wings, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Michelle talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Michelle, what are you grateful for today? I'm gonna give a shout out to one of my friends. <laughs> Her name is Maria. Um, she's actually one of my closest friends. We've been friends since freshman year of college. And even now we're still really close. Um, she's been really close, cool. Just besties, you know what I mean? She just makes me feel good. Shout out to you, Maria. And if, you, if you're needing a friend and you're a listener, email us at The Positive Truth. We'll be your friend. Exactly. JP? I'm grateful for having employment because in times like this, I have to put up with a lot at work, like mm -hmm. all these safety things. But I'm just glad I have a job. That is true. And not being foreload, not being in a place locked down, even if that is the right thing. Just having a job mm -hmm. is something to be grateful for. That's definitely right. And for my inspirational story, I told Michelle off air there was no way she would have this one. It, because it's about a prince in India. Oh, yeah, I would not. <laughs> I don't know any princes, but hit my line if you are. His last name is Manvendera, Madvendra. Said that wrong the first time. And he was born in 1971. He was born into, born into a royal family. So do you know anything about India's caste system? Mm -mm. So it's like you're born at a certain income level, and that's what you were stuck at for a long time. So in 1971, the, like, India had royal dynasties, and the family lost its power and state funding, but they kept their high social status and ceremonial titles. So for a long time in India, you were born on the bottom, there was no way up. So he was born into royalty, though. And so he was, at 21, it was like, you're going to get, he was in an arranged marriage with another person of royalty. But he didn't realize he was homosexual. Mm. So when he was in sex class in school, he said sex education in school is about lions, zebras, and giraffes. And he said, I remember sitting in class. I'm not going to have sex with a zebra, so why are they teaching me this? That's a good point. <laughs> that is a really good point. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious when I read the article. So they weren't teaching us about humans. So when he got married in 1991, by 1992, they had an amicable divorce because he was like, he realized like, I don't want to have sex with a lady. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not attracted to you. I don't know you. Like, there's just nothing happening here. And so his parents found out and they was trying, they tried to figure out what was wrong in quotes with him. Mm -hmm. So they 
read library books. They, fr they famed, you know, framed homosexuality as a sexual deviation. And by the mid 1990s, he, he read a, India's first LGBTQ magazine. And he was like, wait a minute, that's me. He had no idea. He was so shunned in that community. Mm -hmm. And so his parents were like, no. They made him become vegetarian because they thought the meat he was eating would make oh. him gay. Oh, what? They made him go to church. And he said everything they did made me more confident in my own sexuality. And so by the year 2002, he was, his parents put him in a hospital. Mm -hmm. They sent various like, leaders to him. This has been a decade of them like not accepting this. Mm -hmm. He was considered India's most eligible bachelor since he was a prince. And then he was like, no. So in 2006, he came out, he was like, he put out a little public announcement that I'm homosexual, I'm gay. His parents disowned him. Mm -hmm. They took all of his inheritance away. And he got a lawyer, challenged his mother, and after a legal statement to, for his family to disown him and disinherit him, he was giving his family's country estate. It had no running water, no electricity. It was basically just land with a little bit of foundation because the where they had used to stay at had been flooded out, had been torn down. So now he has no family and he has just a rundown estate. He had a positive mind state. So he built in 2011. Well, in 2011, he got married to an American man. Mm -hmm. They got married in Seattle. I wanted to hear that. <laughs> and whenever they moved back to India, they were like, no one here has any support. We should build a retreat, a resort, where people that are homosexual can come in here and get help. And that's exactly what he did. He took his inheritance, his family's estate that disowned him, and he built India's first, basically, LBGTQ palace to help people like him in India. I think it's really awesome. He's been helping people since 2017 when they got it built. They've helped hundreds of people a year. He's basically the guy, the Martin Luther King of India when it comes to LGBTQ issues. He's the only openly gay man really there of, of royalty. I think it's awesome. Shout out to him. Dude, that's so dope. Oh my gosh. And it's Pride Month, so we're on topic. <laughs> That's so awesome. And I love that he ended up, you know, being himself, especially like after, I know I've had like a couple friends struggle with their family, like accepting them as well. So I'm really glad he found happiness. That's really cool. And his first thought after all that had happened to him for 14 years was I should help others. That's true. That's the right mind state right there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Hopefully these stories inspired you to be an inventor and help out in your community. We don't have Tim here to do a quote. No quotes. But. But we got something better. We got dad jokes with Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Okay, this one's funny. This graveyard looks overcrowded. People must be dying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're out. Stay positive.